0: the Spurs News Podcast. Your
1: home for all things Tottenham Hotspur. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome back to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. A big welcome to everybody listening, except for Kean in Delaware. Matt, you joined me today. How are you? Except for Keen in Delaware. What, what am I missing? Yeah. Because he's a Liverpool fan.
0: Oh, okay. Fair enough.
1: Yeah, I've gone right (laughs) off him. So, a little backstory. Uh, I have friends in America, and my friend's eldest son has got quite into the glorious game of football. So, naturally, I've tried to bring him to the dark side I mean the, the light to the Jedi to Tottenham to support in a real football team and he's decided having watched several Premier League games the team he most enjoys watching is Liverpool yeah, fair play to be, to be yeah, honest yeah I can't really yeah. argue with it yeah. <laughs> I mean they're on for the
0: quadruple I mean we're just like yeah. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we, we're, we're... we petered out of the Europa Conference League
1: yeah. <laughs> they're going for four trophies we're going for four f-
0: Yeah, I mean the numbers about the same But I think that's about as close as you can ever get to us being anywhere near that level
1: (laughs) They beat Man United 4-0, we bent over and lost to Man United anyway Yeah, yeah, so hello everyone, except for him (laughs) But he still listens to us, so I suppose that's nice Um, Yeah, welcome back everybody Uh, This is our weekly show where we talk about all glorious things Tottenham Hotspur uh, welcome, if this is your first time listening. As someone emailed in last week to say, it's the first show I've ever listened to, and I get the feeling that I miss out on a lot of in jokes. <laughs> and I thought to myself, yeah, yeah, yeah you probably do. Although, um, well,
0: to be fair to them, they've probably missed the same joke being told a hundred times, <laughs> which yeah, is like, definitely, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, the we're, bullet. <laughs>
1: we're, at, we're at about 172 episodes now. Wow. Um, I think I think I think this is one so this is either one seven two or one seven three. I'm not sure, but either way, yeah, we, we we've been making a lot of the same jokes. I mean, I I did do the dedication to Laura, um, which I think anyone new listening was just like, what the hell is this? But I think people who've been listening for a while thought it was funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, yeah. So yeah, that's kind of crazy. So yeah, if you are listening for the first time or the second time thanks for coming back. Yeah, and welcome. <laughs> or, welcome. Yeah, and th- thanks for giving us a try and welcome. Uh, we do try and put a, a happier, more positive spin on things as best we possibly can. Yes. But I will say, you can only polish a turd so much.
0: We are going to... we are gonna that posi- being to <laughs> Go on, mate, Go on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, we need to, very quickly, and I want to do it very quickly, discuss the latest game of football. Oh, do we have and to? I, I, I say football in air quotes, okay? <laughs> uh, we, at the weekend decided to um, let Brighton have another win in North London. Um, I <laughs> I I want to apologise to you and I want to apologise to Seb. I want to apologise to everyone in that stadium who was a Tottenham fan. I want to apologise to every Tottenham fan around the world because that was my fault by the weekend. Go on. In the morning I woke up And I genuinely was looking forward to watching Tottenham. So was I. That
0: was buzzing for the the first
1: time. Like even though we'd done quite well recently, this was the first time in a long time I felt confident. I felt good about how we've been playing, and look, it genuinely looking forward to a beautiful sunshine Tottenham performance where we were going to take this team apart. I was so confident in that, I put a bet on. I. I, it was a silly bet, like, our front three would all at least have two shots on target. I'm like, well, duh. Yeah, that's a of given. Of course they will. <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, Dan, uh, Polynesian Dan from Spurs News, uh, he, med- he messaged me and I messaged back, like, I'm really looking forward to this. And then I did say to him, I said, Dan, if all this goes wrong now, this is my fault. And he was like, yeah, it's definitely is. You, you've, you've jinxed us. He was bloody right. Well, I, you... I have not seen us play that poorly in quite some time now. You know, a good number. I've seen us lose, but not play that poorly in quite a while. Mm. That was really bad.
0: Yeah. I actually was going to apologise myself because it's actually my fault. I'll take I'll take the heat off of you, Sam.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: So, like you said, woke up feeling positive. The sun is shining. Yeah. It's a gorgeous morning. I thought, do you know what? There's a Spurs shirt I've never worn before. So I'm going to wear it to this game. And it's the yellow one from last season. You know, with the Nike. um, I sent you a picture, didn't I? uh,
1: Yeah, you did. I actually really like that shirt. Yeah,
0: I love it. Never worn it before. I thought, this is going to bring us luck. This this shirt. Never worn it before. Yeah. I'm never gonna wear it again, mate. I'm never gonna wear that shirt to a football match again.
1: No, I'm never no, gonna wear it. You? And I, I jinxed
0: it with that shirt, so it's actually my fault. I apologise. Alright.
1: Well, I, I, I think perhaps we can take equal, responsibility we take equal responsibility then. But anyone else out there who also went through the trauma of feeling positive and then having Tottenham absolutely Tottenham all over it. <laughs> Uh, Did you ever watch that uh, sitcom, Red Dwarf? Yeah, I should love watching that. I should love it. Did you know there's a, a thing in Red Dwarf, which obviously as a kid I probably saw it? But Holly, the computer, actually says in one of the shows, "Goes that's a load of Tottenham, that is." Oh really? That's a steaming pile of hotspur. Oh really? No (laughs) way. Yeah, no, genuinely, it's it's a thing. It's like series three or something. And every time we play like that, (laughs) I I have that in my head. (laughs) Oh, that's a Tottenham, that is. That's an absolute steaming pile of hotspur. (laughs) But yeah, it really was. I. I, I, there's no, because I've seen a few comments and I've seen a few things, and we got a couple of questions, and I have had a quick look at them, so I'm not gonna this week for once I'm not gonna answer all the questions before we get to them. Yeah. But I um, so we will get to it. But I've seen the the thing that I like the most is about being a Tottenham fan is you have the uh the core base of Tottenham fans who I think have lived through the nineties and the two thousands. So when we played like, that, just went, ugh, not again, right? And that's, that's your reaction. You have this kind of, ugh, that was awful, uh. But then we've got this younger generation who basically grew up with, Harry, like, their really youngest memory is Harry Redknapp's team. Then it was a bit of a blip, and then potuccino y- You buggers have been spoiled, right? Mm. <laughs> because when we play that badly against Brighton, their reaction is like, They've they put a tin tinfoil hat on, and they're working out conspiracy, because they're like, no way could Tottenham ever play that badly, there must be a reason, perhaps a drone moved across the sun at the wrong angle, just at the bad, t-. you know, it is, I mean, it's fun to read some of it. <laughs> I think my favourites have been, oh, you could watch the training videos the club put out this week, you could tell they weren't serious. <laughs> really? like really I, I watch those pretty much every week and they're pretty much identical Yeah. <laughs> know like, yeah. it just like oh yeah conti wasn't there you could tell they were just messing about right like, what training videos are you watching <laughs> I, 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 I only like a couple of weeks ago we we hammered a team that we had no right really beating, and the training video before that was Harry Kane arguing about and arguing with some conviction, by the way, that there's more doors in the world than there are wheels. <laughs> and that was that was one of the videos at the club. So, so that week was fine, yeah. <laughs> but whatever it was, this week was the issue. Um, I I don't think going over the game in some great detail is going to do anyone any good. What what do you think?
0: I, I think personally that uh, a lot of credit needs to go to Potter. Um, mm. He just did a number on us. Did a complete and utter yeah. number on us, you know. And it, 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 it the, the, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna um, deny that we just we didn't have the uh, desire, intensity, want yeah. that we, we we I mean, in, like I was saying to the to the guy next to me, all of us as fans want Champions League football. We we've got that yeah. want and desire for it. Why haven't those sods on the pitch got that same desire? Uh, because there'd be no, ones playing in the Champions League.
1: Well, you know what I mean? interestingly, that leads to one of the fun theories. Okay, if Tottenham get Champions League football, how many of that starting eleven are still going to be there next year?
0: Yeah, no, I don't buy into that. <laughs> I don't. It's, it's a bit like when a team gets promoted from the Championship to the Premier no, League; no, they go mental, I'm and this, after of them not going to play. Do you know what I mean?
1: No, no, it's just that's a that's a genuine kind of like oh why would you put the effort in if you know you're going to get replaced i'm like well i'll tell you what one of the players out there who is the most likely to be replaced is ben davies right he has been a makeshift left-sided central defender this season and every time you see any transfer speculation anytime you even conte in press conferences i want a left-sided center back that's Ben's position. Like literally, Ben is like, "Oh, cheers, guys." Yeah, yeah, But out of every player on the pitch, every game, I don't think you can ever argue that guy's commitment no, ever. You, no, like, right. even bad days or anything like that. Eric Dyer as well, but him, no, absolutely not. And also, I see like Tottenham lost that game one though. A few of the players, I mean, they looked pissed off and they went off the pitch. Kulusevski basically tried to chin someone. He was so pissed <laughs> off. So you could see the frustration, like they just couldn't get going. You could see that Ben Davis genuinely looks like a homicidal maniac when we lose. Like I, I watched him sometimes walk around the pitch, basically like swearing at himself, going mental. And it's it's interesting, of what like he he clearly is someone who beats himself up quite a lot over things, and it's just yeah so I, I don't buy into that myself I don't, I don't buy into the notion of oh no we're fourth now crap if we finish fourth i, I you know I'm, I'm bombing out of here I, they'll replace me yeah, no, no. I, I don't rubbish see I, I don't see it i i, I much <clears throat> like you said I'd much rather. <laughs> see, I'm saying this, and now I'm talking myself out of it. I was about to say I'd much rather have the philosophy that they'd look at it and go, "Let me prove my worth, so I can play Champions League football." Yeah, yeah. And then I go back to us in the, as you put it, the the farmers' conference league or whatever it was, and the team where we were, our players acted like they were two burty big bollocks to show up and play in it, and right rightly got bombed out. So maybe there are a few of them that need a bit of a slap. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, but anyway, what what we'll do now, um, because it, we'll we'll do it early, because that way we'll sort of address the things. Is we're going to hand over right this second to the questions that have come into us from social media, um, and that way we can sort of do this early, and everyone. Can uh, have, have had their say, and I won't accidentally answer questions before we get to them. <laughs> no,
0: it's a good idea. And do you know what? Before we do move over, Sam, I just want to make one more, one last comment on that game. Yeah. As someone that was at the ground, do you know who I actually blame for the defeat? Not you, oh, not me. Go on, Alan Mullery.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you know why? Because you're on Twitter. Yeah. so You probably
0: saw why, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I know
0: why. <laughs> right, this guy right comes out at half time. And he's obviously played for Spurs and played for Brighton, and he's won a he won a, yeah. a he, he had his success at Spurs, didn't he? Nah. Just before he walks off the pitch, he says to us all, "Oh, and before I go, can you all thank the Brighton fans and yeah. Brighton for beating Arsenal last week? Yeah. I mean, they 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 they're, 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 they're our opposition. Yeah. Like, talk
1: about no, putting a kiss I of know. death on it." <laughs> oh, I know, like, do you know what, that's one of those things that's funny if we win, Yeah, but only funny if we win, it's like at full time Tottenham have won this game 2-0, Alan Mullery, well yes, thank you to the Brighton fans who've been wonderful and big thank you to Brighton for beating Arsenal last week, hooray, <laughs> at 0-0 where we're playing shite, the crowd must have been like, oh, oh no, no Alan, no, no <laughs> Why would you do this to us?
0: Anyway, let's stop talking about Alan yeah. Mullery.
1: Yeah, okay. We are heading over to social media. Now it's time for your comments from our social media. Right then. Uh, Facebook or Instagram, my friend? Oh,
0: I get a choice this week. You do. Right. You do. Let's go Instagram
1: lovely laura's instagram is we have looks like two questions and a message have been sent into Ooh. instagram this week so we'll start with the comments on the post and we have rock Miamadeus. amadeus like it <laughs> like it we've not had a question from rock me amadeus in ages and i i know because i enjoy saying rock me i
0: think if rock me like uh gets a bit of a lot like, asked question i think that needs a theme he needs a he or she needs a, a theme. yeah that's too. fair
1: because i, I yeah, like that that's fair. okay rock me amadeus you comment again next week you will have your own intro awesome. theme like the island brother who i've not heard from in a while no. now he's starting to get worried
0: yeah I'd be island
1: brother reach out yeah and the mountain man uh okay so rock me amadeus says was conte's absence from training last week have any effect on the team's performance did you think the attitude from Spurs media... Okay, wow, it was you who said this. Sorry, Rock me, I've already answered this. I deliberately said I wasn't going to answer any of these. And I've literally just done that. I'm really sorry. Did you think the attitude from Spurs media videos of the team training showed them not focused? Is an opinion going around? Yeah, uh, I've just kind of discussed that. I, I don't think so. No, I, I think, um, I think, like I said, you've only got to look at the kind of videos that have been put out before other games that we've won <laughs> just to see that that's just the running theme um the club you see the thing is it's like when they beat arsenal brighton beat arsenal i genuinely took that as a massive boost to us for two reasons one arsenal dropped points which is great but two we would take brighton very very seriously like in my head i thought to myself if i knew that brighton had just gone to the, the M- emirates and won when we went there earlier in the season and got smacked 3-1 and, you know, we're lucky to get one. <laughs> um, and lucky we kept them to three at one point. I, I I would look at that and go, okay, we know Brighton are going to shot. Because Brighton didn't do anything revolutionary. You know, we can credit Potter and we can credit Brighton team performance. They came and did the same thing to us that they did to Arsenal the week before. Like, literally, it was the same game plan, the same thing, and they just came and did it well. So, knowing that they beat... Arsenal, knowing how they played, the only thing I would possibly say is maybe Conte's absence did play a part in not being fully prepared for that, I would like to think that the analysis coaching and everything else like that would have happened the same way, but I know, you know, and everybody listening knows there is a big difference between work environment when your manager's there and work environment when your manager's not there. Mm. It's it's just it's just the fact of life, isn't it? Like you know you're working in an office and the big boss comes in, everyone like has that little bit more head down, you know, a little bit more, you know, less chat, a little bit more and then the big boss in there everyone's that little bit more leaning back on their chair you know having a drink leaning over the desk you know chatting to the nice person in the booth next to you (laughs) do do you know what I mean you just feel that little bit more relaxed And, and perhaps perhaps that did creep in it is impossible to say I have not lived and worked in the elite sport environment. I can only try and attribute a workplace to what I do know and I think that's the same for everybody. So perhaps it did have that little bit of a knock on where they weren't as focused. I I do also think we do have a symptom in this squad which is a nightmare where they do sometimes think, Oh, it's Brighton, we got this. Yeah. You know, we're 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 Tottenham. We're we're better than them. And in the Premier League, that's lethal. Yeah,
0: but just, you've only got to look at Arsenal, haven't you? I mean, they've, that, they've, and that's my
1: point. That you've only got to look at what happened the week before, and it should have been enough to wake everybody up. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it. No. no, I, I, I genuinely don't get what happened. <laughs> I just, uh, but thank you, Rock Me Amadeus. I hope we've answered that well. uh and then there's one here from another uh, I guess, a social media account called Spurs Reports. Dun, dun, dun. Um, have you covered transfers? Um, I mean, we do. We do talk about them. <laughs> yeah. um, we, could, we could have a bit of a chat about transfers, I suppose. Um... Are there any good rumours? I mean, there's always funny ones. <laughs> I mean, I, I, always, I always go through stuff and think to myself, "Well, that's hilarious." Um,
0: I think we, I think Sam, it's one of those things where it just depends on whether we qualify for the Champions League or not.
1: Massively, man. The, the, yeah, the
0: whole transfer, our, our our potential targets, our potential yeah. signings, really pivot on what and what where we finish in the league it it can't yeah. it's 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 so it's so
1: well i can i can talk about i mean you're absolutely right the uh, marquee recruitment is champions league dependent mm. the what i would call solid squad recruitment the club are already making moves on that so I'll give you an example um galini for example is on loan with us until the summer um by all accounts a good pro, really great around the dressing room and stuff, but in games that he's played, he's not done enough that the coaching staff, content and people think he's worth signing on a permanent deal. Mm. That's how these types of loans should work, really. <laughs> you know, you bring them in, you give them games, you give them the opportunity to say, right, you know, Lloris is going to retire in a couple of years. Are you the guy that can go forward? No, we don't think so so he is going to return back to his club so the club does need to sign a second goalkeeper at the moment the people who i trust greatly when it comes to tottenham are telling me that we are going to sign sam johnston who is uh england uh england keeper you know he's been in the england squad a lot He's been playing in the Championship of West Brom. His contract expires in the summer, so it would be a free transfer. Basically, we can't do anything until his contract expired. And he's 29, which for a goalkeeper, to be honest with you, he's still got four or five years, really, at that, his that best. Um, uh, you know, providing he's fit, obviously. Um, and he is classed as homegrown, and so... We would then help our squad status by replacing a non-homegrown pe- person in the squad with him. Um, and he would be genuine, and I, and I do say this sincerely, he would be genuine competition for Lloris. I think Lloris is world class, but I do think Johnson is a very, very good goalkeeper. And and you
0: say with his age, um, yeah. it's prime, isn't it? It's, it's prime age for yeah. goalkeepers. It is. pure it is. It
1: yeah. is. Um and I and I think that you would then get a situation where they would, because the thing is, is like I think Lloris was at his absolute best when Michel Vorm was very good I think Michel Vorm's level dropped after two seasons and really possibly should have been replaced at that point and the club then brought in Gazaniga who was very good for us, genuinely very good for us and again Lloris went up a level and I think Galini this season, when he's come in, hasn't done enough. And I think, I, I don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Lloris has been terrible or poor, but I think that guy loves the competition, loves the fact that some keeper will come in, give him a bit of a push, and I think he'll be like, all right, all right, you think you're coming in here taking my shirt, do you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> not, a, not a chance. And yeah, I, I like that. So that's one for people to keep an eye on. Um, another one which is sort of constant um and it's been around for a long time is another one which would be a free transfer is jesse lingard um before he went on loan to west ham last season i think i i, I think that should be, uh the majority of tottenham fans were like what no that's that's why why would we do that he went to West Ham and proved that when he plays, the guy is both creative and a goal scorer in that forward role and, and does <clears throat> does have an aptitude to work hard, which I think... I don't know about you, but I think that surprised a few people. I think it surprised me mm-hmm. because I've, I've seen him at Man United for a good few years and I've, nothing has ever stood out. You know, Nothing has ever really gone, wow, you know? he, he's the man. and I've seen him like get picked for England and stuff and I always thought... I don't get it. Why, why is he getting picked ahead of, you know, this person or that person? But I think he has a tactical discipline, which David Moyes really utilised. Um, and again, uh, English, homegrown. So if you were to replace someone in the squad with him, again, you are improving your ability to recruit marquee signings potentially. So, so those are two I'd say keep an eye on. Um, they're both players at the club like and have identified as potentially coming in to replace people in the squad. Um, replacing Gallini, obviously Johnson uh, and the, the one that uh, Lingard possibly replacing would be Steven Bergwijn. Uh, Bergwijn wants to play week in week out and he's not going to get that with us um, under Conte anyway. So the odds are that he's going to move on. Um, but I don't know. I mean, he was he was obviously heavily tipped to go to Ajax, but now Ten Hag's moving the Man United. So
0: I think if he went back, um, I think if he went uh, back to the Netherlands, he would walk into any, any of them teams. Not, and that's no oh, disrespect to the, yeah. to the to the no, league there. No, but... I
1: agree. I agree. I think I think to be honest with you, he'd be starting for a lot of teams in the Premier League. Um, teams that would play with him in his role and his style. I mean, there, there's a good. Eight clubs i can think of at the top of my head where he would start for them and to be honest he'd be very good you know i'd, <laughs> I'd be almost gutted to see him move to another premier league team so um I, I don't think he'd be short of options if the club allow him to go and i think based on what i'm reading and what i'm hearing the club would be willing because he's been a great pro for us he's just made it clear that i, I want to be playing more yeah. um which which i think's fair yeah sure um so there you go. So that's the bit on transfers. Uh, the message that came in um, says, "Hi Laura, question for the gents." Man, <laughs> yeah, this is this is from Jack. Thanks, Jack. Called us gents. <laughs> How kind. If you haven't already talked about it, could you please discuss the options for a backup to Royale if he also gets injured? Seems like they're stretched thin in that position. Maybe throw Lucas in there? Question mark. And congratulations on your engagement, by the way. That's obviously for Laura. That's that's not for us. <laughs>
0: it's been a, um, been a while since I was engaged.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's been a while since you yeah. no, uh, had... Did people congratulate you enough, mate? You, do you feel like you need a little bit more?
0: No, no, I think I think it was sufficient at the time.
1: Sufficient, okay. <laughs> congratulations to Laura again, yeah. uh, who, who's not very well this week, so everyone sends their best wishes. Um, I... Uh, Royale. I'll tell you something, watching the game at the weekend... Royal's not his name. <laughs> it's a nickname. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that? No, I because i did name. name. No, I, I know that Brazilians have like names that are insanely long normally. But typically they have some basis in it. Like for example, the Brazilian Ronaldo, the original, the best. Fat he, Fat Ronaldo. His, <clears throat> or you could say that body shaming him. it's disgraceful <laughs> but yeah him um, he he um, he basically had a name that had Ronaldo in it but it was like 15 names <laughs> it was like insane like Jose Luis Carlos Jesus Ronaldo la, 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 la. <laughs> it just kept going on and on and on and, but I've always thought that I knew that with Brazilian players but I always thought that you did pick out Something that was part of it, but no, Royale is purely a nickname, and I don't know how he's got it because his real name is Emerson Apriquido Lieta de Souza Jr. Right, yeah i butchered that by the way. So apologies everybody. Do you, do you think it cuz there
0: isn't in in pulp fiction it's the um Royal with Right, he's he's got he's obviously got to be, he's got to be a fan of the film, isn't he? Or, oh. Yeah.
1: Henderson Royal. <laughs> uh, Royal cheese. So you want to name yourself after a burger. Yeah, well, I suppose. careful Tangy's chasing you. Um <laughs> Uh, I, I, uh, options at right wing back yeah I mean in theory we are we are a little bit short there however anyone who looked to the bench against Brighton would have seen uh, young Lavinier, who is a player who plays in around a 23 squad uh, he was released by Chelsea Academy about three seasons back and we picked him up very very quickly he is a very very talented right back a full back who can play a more aggressive forward role, so could easily come in as a right-wing back. He was very highly rated at Chelsea, and they did want to keep him. However, if you look at the right side of Chelsea's academy and you look at the players they've produced there, you can understand how they couldn't keep them all, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So Tottenham really did move quick to get him when he as soon as he became available, and we've had him in the under-23s. I personally would love to have seen him get alone this season, which didn't happen. Um, not entirely sure why that is, but how old is he, Sam? Uh, I want to uh, see. I want to say he's twenty-one, but I'm going to double check that um, whilst whilst we're talking. But he is a very very talented, mature footballer right. who, if he if he had the minutes to come on, like if he if he did make it onto the pitch, I think people would be Impressed by him, yeah, sure, um, sure. I, I genuinely think they would be. Uh, he was born December two thousand, so that would mean he's twenty one, twenty two this December coming.
0: Oh, do you know what? I, I wish I'd asked now, because there is there grown adults in their twenties that were that didn't even see the last century? And <laughs> 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 we're
1: so old aren't we <laughs> Yeah, someone someone pointed out the other day that you know like doorman ID people Oh that's what like I If, this, if yeah. a club is like you're 21 or over if they look at the ID and see a one at the start of the year birth they go oh you're alright and they're like well don't you need to ask me like, No no I saw the one like, <laughs> <sighs> it's like yeah, all right easy tiger I think Seb yeah. was
0: Seb was telling, asking me the other day he said what was that what was it like living in the 1900s and I'm like Jesus mate it wasn't that don't yeah, <laughs> don't call it that <laughs> <It's>
1: <laughs> <your> <laughs> do not yeah, what was the 1900s like were there wars <laughs> did you have to run from dinosaurs to start <laughs> well, you shut up <laughs> yeah. uh, my my daughter every now and again has one of these moments where she tries to put history in the context of what i've lived through and i can see her little cogs turning with if i ask this is it offensive but well, i'm gonna have to go for it <laughs> i'm gonna work. ask anyway <laughs> Dad, dad do you remember before electricity, right, you little shit? <laughs> Listen <laughs> We we're gonna fall out. Oh. I mean the actual the actual one that does hurt me that is true is I am fully aware of what the life was like before the internet.
0: Yeah and, and, and
1: you try and explain that to a and kid. And then
0: and then try to explain to them when the internet first come along and yeah. you, and you, and no one could use the home phone if you was no, using the internet no. because it was all connected Do you to Remember
1: the freaking noise oh, making you... god <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> I know yeah. I
0: know we're going off on a complete tangent and while we're on this off on this Always. tangent very quickly very briefly yeah. you you're an intelligent man Sam so maybe I can ask Sometimes. you on the podcast uh yeah. mate I don't want to depress everyone but you mentioned the word electricity my yeah. my, my my gas and electricity bill I'm yeah. currently paying 80 quid and they've just contacted yeah. me and all the, all the comparison websites not interested yeah. anymore you can't go to another provider they're not interested <laughs> so no. I'm basically so I'm paying 85 I can either go on a fixed for 220 or a variable for 170 what do I do? Oh. is it going to go up or down you're <laughs> the man in the know is it going to get more
1: expensive <laughs> oh god <laughs> what? What a question to ask me. Well, everybody listening, i do this. Oh, dear, do you
0: know? Do you know talking about talking about gamble? Well, it's a gamble, really, isn't it? What you do? But here's yeah. another gamble for you. Me and Seb, renewed our Spurs season tickets yesterday. <laughs>
1: Well, well, I'm impressed you've both renewed them, because yeah. after the Brighton game, I think Seb was ready to walk away. He, he, he said
0: that, he went, I don't want my season to get next season, I'm like, mate, um, it's one game, dude, do yeah. you know what I mean, come on, yeah. think of all the good ones.
1: <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> but we've all had that day, we've all, we've oh, all walked out of he... that stadium at some point, or White Hart Lane and gone, never again. Never again. Do you know what, I, I feel never so... walking back yeah. into that. Bloody theatre of nightmares Aww. ever again, and then it gets to about Wednesday, and you go, "Who have we got now?" Yeah, yeah, do oh, you, do that'd you know, be a good game.
0: It's exactly <laughs> how it played out. And I, do you know what? I, I don't. I think it comes with age, and you'll probably agree with me with this. But as I get older, it becomes less important. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm. I love, I love Sporting Spurs. I never, saw, but, but I come away disappointed, but not yeah. kind of, but Seb. You can see the tears <laughs> welling. Well life, yeah, is. yeah. You can that see is... the tears welling. Yeah. You know, and what made it worse oh, yeah. is he's got a he's got a little TikTok account. And before the yeah. game, he remembered to take his phone with him, and he was recording like all the priests, like the the the, yeah. the, the bit before. And he was like, "I'm gonna make a really good TikTok." And then as mm. we walking walking away from the ground, he's deleting all the videos. He's like, I'm oh, <laughs> "Oh no, yeah,
1: Bless no, I, I yeah, I, I hear you, mate. I, I hear you." It's. Uh... Yeah, it's painful. We haven't been able to get Mystic Seb going yet. Man, I know. Either. I did the whole jingle and everything. Yeah.
0: It's it's it's, it's that kiss. Count. It's that kiss of death thing, though, Sam, isn't it? Yeah, I just I'm worried that right. I, I want to do it, and he's very. He's, he loves talk giving his predictions, and like you know, we'll put a pound on. But most of the time, no, he just puts the kiss of death on it. <laughs>
1: yeah, let's, let's, uh, Yeah, right. Let's keep our heads down and just hope we just, beat Brentford. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah right. Uh, yeah, good plan. Good plan. And with regards to your gas and electric, oh, um, what do I do, Sam? What do I do? I, I, uh, I, are they looking to get you to commit to a set direct debit the, every single month? They
0: are, but there's no exit fees. So, yeah. but but, but I've heard that they're going to knock the price up again in September. So
1: yeah, they they. So at the moment. <laughs> i can't believe i'm doing this on a but this, this
0: will help podcast. people listening who, yeah, the same at, at the moment, moment
1: they definitely definitely will see a price increase in september and october right. the main reason for that is they are still struggling to meet demand and therefore the prices that are being charged to energy companies are, have gone up exponentially Now, the government and a few agencies are trying to create more supply, so therefore the price will come back down. Even if they manage to finalise that in the summer, I don't think it would be quick enough to see a decrease before Christmas this year. So if you've got the opportunity to fix it with no exit, as you say, then that might be the way to go. The one thing I'd say about the direct debit tariffs and stuff as well though, is if you are paying a direct debit at the moment, but your bill is in excess, so for example if you pay 80 quid a month set, but then at the end of the month you're seeing actually your charges were more than that, see what the difference is before you commit to a higher direct debit, because um, for example, if you're paying 80 quid on a direct debit, but you've got to top that up with 40 quid, then that's 120 is costing you every month yeah yeah if they're wanting to bump you up to 200 that's <laughs> set every month then it's like well hang on a minute that's 60 quid that could be in my bank yeah i don't care if it's going to put me into credit i want that money in my account yeah, not yours. not yours yeah <laughs> yeah so so check that um but yeah, it's it's a it's a crab shoot. I'm afraid it is. It's, yeah. I, I, I think don't I know what.
0: I really appreciate it, Sam, and I know this is a Spurs Spurs. Uh, yeah. uh, but I think genuinely that that was su- that sounded like such sound advice that I think we should still have like a little money expert section on our podcast, <laughs> like as a little as, as a side. You know.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I'd, I've got i all my financial services qualifications. We'll, uh, we'll We'll put them. We'll put them to some You're use at some know. point. That's why I wanted to ask. Um, you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we've got two more questions over onto the Facebook now. Matthew Fleming says, was that game down to Potter's tactics or inability to get up for the game? It was concerning to see the slow pace of the game and lack of drive. Um, I think we've kind of discussed this already. Yeah, yeah I, it I,
0: I, I think Potter's, Potter's tactics uh, don't get enough credit. And, and it was one of them games where genuinely, genuinely, he was i was counting the players on the pitch because i'm like i swear they've yes, got about four like or more players more than us
1: yeah like, yeah I'm, I'm so glad you said that as well i thought that was just like a stupid thing i was feeling
0: yeah like every time every time we had the ball we got closed down every time they yeah. had the ball it's like they've got all the space on the pitch yeah, like how is world, this working yeah. you know
1: which 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 comes yeah. down to, to potter's tactics you know he's, he's got, he's got yeah. to have get credit for that I I think I, I think the frustrating thing for me is like I said earlier on, this wasn't new. This wasn't like they sprung this amazing performance on us. They literally mirrored what they did the week before. Yeah. So we should have been prepared for that, and the fact we weren't is a bit troubling, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. But you can't. The energy is something that no like Conte being there doing tactical drills and stuff like that, there is nothing he can do about the team just lacking drive and energy. Like you said, it felt like anytime we had the ball, four of them closed us down. Whenever they had the ball, we were nowhere to be seen. Maybe one of us had closed them down, maybe two. And when you do that, you create space because if you're not moving forward as a team, closing down as a team and pressing as a team, teams can just pull straight through you. Yeah. I think my biggest um, my biggest worry, right, watching this, which sounds stupid, we lost the game, which was so, so Tottenham, but we lost the game. And my biggest worry watching it was, if we play like that at Anfield, I think it's going to be potentially one of the most humbling defeats we have ever had in the Premier League. Because if you don't put energy in against a top side like Liverpool they will rip you apart. And if you want to see an example of that, what's the highlights of our, our Liverpool versus Man United from the other day? Because Man United showed up at Anfield and basically did what Tottenham did at home to Brighton, just ambled around. And Liverpool ripped through them like a knife through butter at will. I mean, they won the game 4-0, but if they tried harder, it could have been 8. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I I think...
0: Look, I, I'm not going to... um, I'm not going to say we're going to go to Anfield and... Uh, you know, it's, it, no, I think no. I, I think they're going to beat us. But what I would say, I
1: and, think we'll be more up for the game. Yeah,
0: gang. and 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 look, you've only got to look at the example with Arsenal, right? Like I like I said earlier, like they they lost three in a row. E- everyone, right? I was at work yesterday, and I was going to pray and Chelsea win. It and everyone was going, "You watch Arsenal win this one." You watch, you watch. Yeah. Chelsea fans were saying it. Arsenal fans were saying it. Yeah. You watch Arsenal win this one because they'll be up mm. for it, you know. And, yeah. and I feel like that's that's part, that. Potentially was our problem with Brighton, like you said, not that, that kind of like it's it's Brighton,
1: you know. Whereas, yeah. look at Man City. Look, we did the double over Man City, you know. I, 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 can... I think that's worth mentioning more. By the yeah. way, if we did do the double over Man City. Yeah, we did the we, double over Man did, City. We did the double over Man City, where one of them was with Nuno in charge. It's insane. And we don't talk about Nuno, no, 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 don't. <laughs> Bless that has made me laugh so much. We don't talk about Nuno. Tottenham, weren't you managed by Nuno at the start? We don't talk about Nuno, no, no. no, no. Do you know? Do you know what, my, what
0: Layla said to me the other day? She, she she really comes out with like really interesting things sometimes. She was like, "What would happen if?" all the people all the this is I'm sorry if people haven't got children that listen to this all the powers that the characters got in Kanto were reversed Mm -hmm. and I'm like that's a really interesting one so the perfect one is the most imperfect one and I'm like yeah like I like that do you know what I mean you should do a little YouTube video or something of that
1: (laughs) but yeah I like it
0: but yeah old Nuno old lip licking Nuno it was, it was, it was a.
1: It
0: a was, a, it, it, was a, it was a roller coaster, wasn't it? I think that's the best way to describe that little era. <laughs> we don't
1: talk about Nuno, no, no, not anymore,
0: not anymore.
1: Uh, Ryan Miller says we've skipped signing a new contract, which I'm sure Sam opened a bottle of champagne to celebrate. I, I did, yeah, I, did. Yeah, I, I did a couple of weeks ago when I knew. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what other players' contracts are we currently running the risk of losing them for a free next season? Uh, next season, no one. Um, we, uh, yeah, we, we are, um, actually done quite well. So the highest profile person obviously for next season was Lloris. Uh, he signed a new deal now. Um, we also had goalkeepers, which was kind of funny to me. It was basically like every keeper at the club was running out their contract. Um, so Galini's loan, obviously we know we're going to allow that to expire, but then we had Whiteman and Austin who are two of our, uh, academy graduate goalkeepers and they've both signed deal extensions as well so actually next season there's nobody what i would say is from that point on it is high profile all the way and the club does need to start working on that um the the most obvious person that the club would like to sign a new deal would be harry kane um, the, the the odds of that happening go up exponentially if we get top four. Yep. The odds of that not ever happening, <laughs> if we don't, are increasing. So, um, that is someone that the club would love to sit down to and extend his deal. Um, I understand with Conte and things feeling good, that would that would be amenable to him now. However, the club would still need to show some. Backbone and ambition this summer for him to probably sign the dotted line. Um, but yeah, other than that, there aren't any. Not that I can think of, but there are there are a few that are coming up the following year. But I'd say that those are players that we're probably going to try and move on this summer anyway. Uh, the obvious one being Harry Winks. Um, yeah, I think Harry Winks desperately needs to go and play football every week and yeah. enjoy his football again. Yeah, um, do,
0: do, do you know what? It, it reminds me. I, I know. Uh, you know, we've, we've spoken to, him, I've spoken about him quite a lot. Not much recently, but mm. you know, we have a, a, on podcasts. You know, we had a few weeks, didn't we, where he was getting spoken about quite a lot. And I know how you really like him. You know,
1: yeah.
0: And 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 look, I I I think um, you know, he's a he's a Spurs like I said before, he's a Spurs boy, Spurs fan. You know, yeah. But it, it's now feeling a bit like the Andrews Townsend uh, scenario now. Yeah, That's bit, how yeah. it feels. And and and. I'm sure you'd agree with me when you say that he's not progressed, does he? He just hasn't. And, no, and probably that he... isn't because of the game. because of the game time he's not getting. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it's sad for me. I mean, when he when he came into the team, he got introduced slowly. He got introduced the correct way, and Richio Pochettino showed the faith he had in him continuously by bringing him on in big games to control. Those games, I remember him being brought on at the Burnabout. I mean, I remember him being brought on against like Liverpool and the top teams because he'd come on and do the job they wanted him to do. Just keep the ball moving, keep moving energy. um I don't think it was injuries. I just think it was a loss of form, and I think um, Jose Mourinho couldn't get him playing the way. He wasn't a Jose player in any sense, and I think perhaps at that point he. You know, realise maybe I need to leave, and once you once you kind of go through that, I think it's very difficult. Even if a manager comes in and goes, "Hey, I love the way you play, and this is how we're gonna play with you," I think it's still very difficult to just switch it straight away. Yeah. You know, like come back to it, and when you only get to play a game here, forty-five minutes there, you you can't rediscover your form. It's impossible. You know, um, you you can you can do a standout performance in the in the Europa Conference League on a Thursday, but then if you don't make the bench at the weekend, your motivation drops, because you're like, oh, you know, well, what's the point of me putting that in if I'm never going to get a chance or a crack? And so it's difficult and i think he's fallen into that and it's 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 tough for me because of my affection for him that i don't want to see him leave but at the same time i think i need to look at it and go much like with deli alley and think you need to go yeah. you need to go and play football i understand there are clubs who would happily sign harry winks this summer um noticeably uh, notably uh there's um Newcastle, very interested in him. Um uh straight away yesterday with Fulham coming back up, straight away he was linked to Fulham. Um he could go to these teams, start every week, and I think people it's the funny thing is once he starts every I genuinely think people would look at him and go, bloody hell, why didn't he play like that for Tottenham? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he's one of those very I genuinely, like you look at Andros Townsend when he left and he went to, um, I think he did a couple of teams, but when he settled in at Palace, and he was playing consistently for Palace, he, he was a consistent threat to team. And he, like, yeah, he didn't score every week. And when he did score, they'd technically be some worldie. Yeah, against but, City, I remember he scored a yeah, worldie. Yeah, like some blistering strike from 30 to 40 yards, and everyone would go, bloody hell. Yeah. But he was consistent. He was consistently playing well, consistently doing it. And a lot of people were like, oh, why didn't he do that? For time? It's because he played... Ten minutes here, twenty minutes there, thirty minutes—you know—you you can't get that consistency. And I think Winks could go to a lot of clubs in the Premier League and be a consistently good Premier League football player. um But I, I just can't see it happening at Tottenham now. And I—I think—and this isn't good for the player, but I think from a squad point of view, you gotta remember: not only do you have to have a certain amount of homegrown players. You have to have a certain amount of club-trained players, so him being there, club-trained, I think's the main reason why we kept him for this season. Now, Oliver Skip's age means he is now counted in the homegrown and club-trained quota. So, if you were to allow Winks to go this summer, you've you've replaced him. You don't, you know, you're not going to lose anything. Uh, my understanding is Jaffa Tanganga also meets that criteria now. So you could let him go this summer and I think he, I think he will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's everything from the questions, everything. So big thank you to everybody who sent them in. Um, I want to say thank you to everybody who who does consistently kind of email as well. I do appreciate it. And I'm, I'm sorry if I don't always get back to you that quickly. Um, but yeah, we, we get a lot of emails, just people just generally chatting, you know, just like, Oh, you know, you said this, I find this interesting and stuff. So, So yeah, don't ever feel like you can't get in touch, feel free. Um, You can email in, you can message us via any of the social medias. Um, I'm typically hanging around on Twitter, generally being a numpty. Um, Lovely Laura runs the Instagram and the Facebook page, you'll get any of us really. Um, try, Try and put who you want to address it to in a message to Facebook though, because typically one of us will read it. And then once one of us has seen it, none of the others know the message is there. Yeah. <laughs> so, sure. so if you like, like, hey, this is a message from Matt. Make sure you write that so that way. If I read it, I'll go write copy, send that to Matt. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Matt has a message for you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Or send one to Polynesian Dan because he don't do a lot, and someone ought to make him do something. <laughs> I think. Um. But yeah, man. Uh, we got Brentford next. Yeah. I, Tottenham did a tweet yesterday that said, you know, Brentford next. And I replied in on Twitter just saying, I'm mentally preparing myself for Ericsson ripping us a new asshole. Oh, <laughs> because I, I I, don't know how conflicted I'm going to feel to watch Ericsson play very well. Because I'm going to be like, oh, look at Ericsson. He's playing so well. I'm so glad he's healthy. Bastard! <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's going to be the most conflicted I've ever felt about a player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, wh- how am I going to feel if like Hoybier lamps him early in the game? Like, no, don't hurt him, geez. but oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. <laughs> I
0: guess. I guess the, only, the the thing we've got on our side not only do a lot of Spurs players know him, but the manage- yeah. our manager knows him as well. So yeah,
1: and and Heubier knows him. And yeah. A game Denmark. So exactly. Um, I think positive. if there's, I think if there's ever a squad that could nullify him, it should be us. Should, should on paper should on paper on paper but unfortunately football's paid on grass no yeah. no
0: yeah. do you know
1: Conte lives in a hotel and is the same hotel Ericsson lives oh really that's right yeah, <laughs> yeah a pair of them like have breakfast and stuff together which cracks me up would you genuinely know consider having Ericsson back at Tottenham next season.
0: Yeah, I know the I know the, the papers are trying to stir oh, that. They,
1: they love that idea, yeah. I, I've not seen anyone of any note say it, so I, I think... But what, what do you think on that? Because I, I, again, genuinely am torn on that because I have very fond memories of Christian Ericsson playing for us, but then the end, when he clearly mentally checked out, he was a shadow yeah. of the player he was he got his move in the end and I was kind of by the time it happened I was I was done I was glad obviously his health all of us you know any kind of animosity anything just vanished it was just like oh my god please be okay you know Yeah. and the fact he's recovered the fact he's come back playing football is a wonderful wonderful story but I I don't know I, I've seen him play a couple of times for Brentford this season and I thought he's looked excellent but again, I'm just not. I, I don't know how I feel about that at all.
0: It's it's it's, it's sentimental, isn't it? And it's the same probably with Gareth Bale as well. I mean, yeah. I I would I like to see Gareth Bale in a Spurs show again. I, yeah, I would. Yeah, but would it be probably. the right move? Probably not. You know, the same. The, the Bell
1: one. The Bale one's interesting as well because that's another one you you see a lot. BBC Wales. So, this is, this is genuinely the BBC Wales, uh, who cover all of the Welsh national stuff, put a thing out a week ago saying Bale signed a pre contract with Tottenham. And, like, no one's run with it. No one's. And I'm like, this is the BBC Wales. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a tabloid. I'm like, what the hell? So I, I like done some digging, and I, and I messaged, I forwarded the article to a few Tottenham journalists. And they went, well, no one's saying anything to us, but that doesn't mean it's not true, you know. Our sources typically confirm things or deny things, and we've gone, what about this? And they've just ignored it, <laughs> <All right. laughs> which, you know. So that's that's not a confirmation or a denial. It's just kind of, we, you know, well, we're not entertaining that. Um, I I don't know because to me it's one of those things where. If Wales qualify for the World Cup, Gareth Bale needs to play football. He needs to be training, he needs to be fit. Um, Would he play week in, week out for Tottenham? No. But would he be on the bench and get minutes consistently? I think yes. I think even at his age now and his diminished speed, etc., I think Gareth Bale still has a role he could play at Tottenham next season because if you watched us against Brian, <clears throat> Bale could have made a difference in that game. Yeah, you see, you see us making changes and stuff like that. Gareth Bale has the ability to come on with a pass, a no look, something or a shot, a free kick, and that's it. You know, the game's changed completely in an instant and that is the sort of thing you can't put a price on that you know and being able to sign him on a free transfer so you know his wages is it you know that's the thing and Bale already made it abundantly clear himself I ain't never getting paid what I've been paid at Real Madrid ever again you know so I'll you know I'll I'll get paid you know I don't need to earn millions to go and play football I just, you know, and it'd be about Wales, for me anyway. If I watch him and I I, I seem to have an impression of him, if Wales get to that World Cup, he is going to want to be at his absolute best.
0: Completely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: and and he knows the facilities and everything at Tottenham, and he he also seemed to genuinely love being back. Like, you you only got to look at videos and stuff of him in Spain right now to realise... He came on the pitch a couple of weeks ago to booze. Yeah, by his his own fans, yeah. Yeah, he just had a smile on his face. Like, oh, whatever. And you only got to see the fun he had. Like, all the videos, all the -the behind-the-scenes stuff at Tottenham when he was back... Of him just generally just really enjoying himself being back at Tottenham, and Also, he seems to really quite love playing with Harry Kane. Yeah. Like those two were basically almost in game sometimes, like trying to outpass each other. Do you remember like watching a few of them? Like, and here's Bale hitting a thirty yard through ball to Kane, and yep. here's Kane hitting a thirty five yard through ball to Bale. Yep. It was yep. like, all right then, all right. You think you can do that, all right? Try it off your left foot, wallop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was like a who's the man situation and yeah. it was fun to watch but we didn't get to see it really because so we weren't allowed in the bloody stadium nope. um, we'll so we'll would a would a last dance style thing for Bale work for me probably um, it, but it's all down to the manager and how he utilised like Jose wanted Bale to come in and be the Bale of old I think if Jose's mentality had been, right, Bale, 20 minutes, he can give me something in games. Or if we're playing against a team that sit deeper, that's when Bale starts, you know? But, like, yeah, it just never worked. I don't think Jose and Bale were ever a good mix, to be honest. You know, Bale needs a Harry Redknapp style. And I don't know if Conte would be a good mix with Bale. But I, I think... Conte would be very straightforward in the kind of, right, if I sign you, this is what I want you to do, expectations, and I also think Bale's at a point in his career where he'd be able to say, well, honestly, no, I can't do that, yeah. I can't run like that, I can't do that. So, uh if it does happen, I think it'd be because they've agreed, this is how we're going to get the best out of each other, Uh but I, I don't know, I I don't see it, personally.
0: Yeah, Not we'll again. see, we'll see.
1: We we shall um, okay that's it that is us uh, Tottenham play Brentford next um, if you're looking at the table it is very very close um, I of course been looking at the table thinking okay Arsenal have won their game in hand we're level on points we're above them on goal difference so that basically means our game against them is now looking more and more more and more like you know hell yeah. <laughs> that game is gonna be hell um, but imagine having tickets
0: imagine having tickets for the game Sam
1: <laughs> yeah yeah, no, mate I, I couldn't I, I, I've i said this for years I don't enjoy the North London w. No. I endure, endure it I, I like Endurance. I just can't it's the worst worst feeling ever I was chatting to my gooner mate yesterday and she was like oh look we beat Chelsea 40. I'm like yeah I know yeah, I, I, I I, I, could have told you that was going to yeah happen. but
0: I bet she was quite quiet when they lost their last the three games prior to that
1: always no, always okay. quiet um but we need to bounce back fast you yeah. know a brighton defeat we we got to shake that off quickly and we need to win our next games yep. um so brentford is it's going to sound so stupid but it must win must win must go there and win must get the momentum back um and then and then we go from there i think arsenal play man united this weekend so that's the two teams that are on us so we have to win You know, because one of them's going to drop points. One of them's going to pick up points. Mm -hmm. Sadly, both can't lose. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we got to win. So that's this weekend. Uh, Big thank you to everybody for listening. Fingers crossed we're back next week talking about a glorious victory and Christian Eriksen getting a token free kick at the end (laughs) of a 5-1 Tottenham win (laughs) or something. Uh, Big thank you to everybody for listening. We'll be back soon. you all. Take care.
0: Take care, mate.
1: Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Stay up to date with all things Tottenham. Follow us on social media. All links are in the podcast description.